0: This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. Take your Bibles. Let's go to John chapter 8. John 8. We're going to be in this passage in just a moment just want to share a few thoughts. I want to thank those who participated in tonight's service, including you, as we worship together. What a wonderful way to end this part of the service with that music. Peace, peace, wonderful peace. If you know that hymn, that peace comes down from the Father of Lights. Christmas time is a special time. One of the things that makes Christmas special are the lights. And we're going to end this service with candlelight. I want to go back to the text that we looked at a week ago in Isaiah, where we were reminded in Isaiah 9, 2, the people that walked in darkness have seen a great what? Light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them hath the light shined. And, of course, there's language there about a great conflict and, and who's going to deliver in this great battle. And we get to that wonderful verse, Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born. But it's exciting to follow that theme of light in the Scripture. Of course, before God ever spoke and the lights were created. And aren't they amazing lights out there if you stand under a starry sky? But realize that there has been eternal light because the Shekinah glory of God, that's not something he created when he created all that he did. That glory, that light has shone in eternity past. But then the Lord created the lights. When darkness came into the world, God gave us that promise of salvation. He gave us that light that we looked at this morning. But because of sin, things have remained dark on this planet for now just over 6,000 years. But 2,000 years ago, God sent his light. In Isaiah 9, the light was predicted. In John 1, we're told how the light was sent. In him, the word was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness. Now, anytime you read John 1, 4, you want to add to that John 8 and verse 12. Because the Lord Jesus confirms what John 1 is teaching us. Look at it. Then speak Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You know, you can have physical life and be in darkness. There are those who are physically blind. But the Bible reveals to us that born in sin, we're all spiritually blind. We're in that darkness, and the light needs to shine. When Jesus came into the world, the Bible then tells us the darkness comprehended it not. What that indicates is not, well, they, they just they, they couldn't comprehend it. Because the Lord, the Holy Spirit, draws all men to himself, that word actually means they did not admit its significance or receive it. They saw the light, do miracles, raise the dead. But they refused to admit its significance or to receive the light. I'm so thankful for John 1, 12, though, but as many as receive him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now, I'm thankful for light. I love Christmas lights. But understand that this light that the scripture is talking about, it's talking about understanding. Understanding truth. Jesus It's truth personified. He is the light of life. I'm so thankful that when we receive Christ as Savior, the light that was predicted, the light that was sent, when we receive Christ, he comes to live inside of us, and we become the light. You ever thought about that? Christ shining through us, he makes us the light. Matthew 5, 14 to 16, Jesus said, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle, put it under a bushel but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. At this Christmas time, when we see Christmas lights, I think we do need to be reminded You all are Christmas lights. You're his Christmas lights. Declaring the light to a dark and lost world. I share in our new member class, God's called us all to be lights. It's interesting, in each church, there's a percentage of folks that actually take that seriously in our light. If you are in a dark room and one person holds up a candle, that's light. That helps to see. But as we're going to see illustrated in a short while, when all of us are holding up a candle, oh, how much greater is that light? And the church of Jesus Christ on earth is meant to be that magnificent light. So don't hide it under a bushel. And I want to challenge us with the fact that that light in your heart can be dimmed. It can be dimmed. And that's why Jesus taught in Matthew 6, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be cle- single, or clear is the idea, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil or bad, Thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? And it's the idea, what a contradiction. So I want to challenge us to use these eyes to help yourself be greater light for the Lord. Realize that what you choose to look at either brings light into your being, helps you better understand the light who indwells your being, or if you allow darkness to come in, it can fill the whole body with darkness. And of course, the Lord was speaking about those that hide their their candle under a bushel. Each of us who are called to be light, if we let sin into our lives, it dims the light. Sinning Christians cannot understand the Scripture like they need to. Sinning Christians are not going to be light. They're not going to be bold to share the message with others. And so always remember that along with this teaching about light, you and I have to be careful that our eyes are right. We're looking unto the light. We're looking into the truth, the light of God's Word. And that we're not letting anything else come into the eye gate that could cause darkness here and dim the light God has called us to be. One area where we can uh, be sinful and that does affect our light, Paul talks to the Philippians about it, Philippians 2, 14, 15, Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Our tongues condemn our light. Of course, you already knew that, right? He goes on, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world. So my eyes matter. They can affect the light inside, what I portray to the world. And my mouth matters as well. Let me just put this in perspective for us. How important is the light? And remember, we're talking about comprehending truth. Recently on the radio, I heard the story of a man who found himself on an aircraft and the pilot passed out right at the controls. As I listened to it, I was fascinated because there was an air traffic controller who was having his lunch. He was on lunch break. He heard this come over the radio, and he knew how to fly that aircraft. Other air traffic controllers, they were hearing what was happening, but this guy had experience flying that aircraft. Now, again, put yourself in that situation. You don't have any flying experience. And and by the way, I've sat in the front of those small aircraft next to the pilot. I'm enjoying myself, but I'm really enjoying myself because he knows what he's doing. But imagine if he just goes over. And the rest of the story was how this man listened to the air traffic controller, followed those instructions. Now, he was in a very dark situation. Follow me but he was being given light to know what to do at the controls of that aircraft. And he landed the plane safely in Florida. Well, I did some more research and I found that that has happened at least documented seven other times. Now, I don't want that to discourage you from getting in an airplane, all right? But imagine being up there And there's a long way to down there. You have no idea what you're doing. But someone has the truth that can set you free. They have the light. Now, where that illustration breaks down, but it really doesn't in the world we live in, there are a lot of people that have never flown the airplane, but they think they've got it. They they think, I can do this. I have my own way. My my parents knew how to fly airplanes. I, I got this. Or my grandparents. No. They need the light. And what happens if they are there and they don't know how to land the plane? Certain destruction. Now, you see the parallel with the world we live in. A lot of folks are flying, they think they're flying high, they think everything's okay, but they have no idea what is coming if they don't know Jesus Christ. And so God promised the light, and then through faith in Jesus Christ gave us the light. He tells us how to keep the life bright in our lives, and then we're reminded that the people who walk in darkness, they need to see light or else. So let me encourage you. Be a bright light for Jesus. This These coming days as we celebrate Christmas, where you're at, wear a smile. Some have asked, how did it go with that teen uh, event that you had at your house? Uh, it went very, very well. And I, I can't remember if I said anything about it evidently I did people are asking Uh, brother Terry Myers helped me that evening we had 15 teenagers and one dad who came to play basketball we had a cookout and I had that group on our side porch and I got to share the light the gospel with all of them now pray they receive gospel literature from our church uh, the bridge track if you've seen that I'm well, I've told them, you read this and then you come and tell me if you read it and let's talk. Uh, so I'm looking forward to following up with them. But I, I believe that God is using the testimony of our family to, to be light. I have a beat up basketball hoop in a driveway and the neighborhood kids are at our house. Now I do give them water. <laughs> okay. And I do try to minister to them. We joke around and... And, and so on. I ask them how they're doing. I have witnessed personally uh, to one of those young men. But God's got us there in Portsmouth to be light. And wherever you're at, he's got you there to be light too. And so let's shine as lights in this world. Father, thank you for sending your light. Uh, Lord, thank you for your glory, and we see times when humans were in your presence, and their their whole countenance is shown because of your glory. Moses on Sinai, and then, Lord, what happened at the Transfiguration, when the God-Man, our Savior, in human flesh, was in your glory again. And as God, he shined for Lord, may others see it in our countenance. May they be able to sense that the light of the world lives in our hearts. And thank you that the Christmas story is about you sending your light so we could be saved out of darkness and be light to others who are in darkness. Lord, would you bless this church family Lord, would you use us to be lights for you. And Lord, would you give each of our families a safe and a blessed Christmas, but a Christmas that is worshipful as we declare the light of what you have done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening.